At the 2002 Academy Awards, there were quite a few memorable moments. A Beautiful Mind winning Best Picture, Denzel winning Best Actor for Training Day, and Halle Berry winning Best Actress for Monster's Ball. A film which unfortunately flew under the radar that year was Ali. Although its performances were nominated, it sadly did not garner the attention it deserved at the box office. Directed by Michael Mann, the biographical film would endeavour to bring Muhammad Ali's story to the masses. Its dedication to this legendary figure and that period of history is arresting. A part of that dedication would be the soundtrack. The diverse mix of tracks and songs would place the audience ringside for the remarkable story of this great man. Hello again everyone and welcome to Listen to the Film, a podcast where we explore a soundtrack's significance to the film and its longevity once the credits on the screen have finished rolling. My name is Chamilla. Let's listen to the film Ali. Finding an actor to play this iconic hero is a tall order, but Will Smith would put everything into the role and gave a reverent yet thunderous performance. The film would not be like any other sports biography. Its fight scenes would feature real punches being thrown from actual heavyweight fighters. Also, Michael Mann does not shy away from showing all aspects of Ali's life. The boxing, the women, and the activism. The soundtrack would not only be scene-appropriate, but also period-specific. Soul, rock, and African music are a worthy ally to the story of the greatest. The film will open in a very unique style. It uses a live concert performance to be a backdrop for the introduction of Cassius Clay. The live concert opening is calculated in its purpose to not only set the scene of 1960s America, but also establish Clay's part within black culture and his potential in the sport. The David Elliott live cover of Bring It On Home will start as we see the budding legend running the streets alone. As the song moves to a refrain, Clay will question his place in a racially charged country and his Baptist faith. This question will lead him to research Islam and the teachings of Malcolm X. For the third movement of the song, we see Cassius bobbing and weaving in training, then building up to the fight with current heavyweight champion, Sonny Liston. David Elliott has supreme control of the Sam Cooke classic, as the call and shout 
sets up the confident fighter. The squared circle is set for the heavyweight championship of the world, Cassius Marcellus Clay versus Sonny Liston. Not expected to go past the first round, Clay will use his trademark dancing movement to elude his opponent and the punters. He wins the title from Liston. The track Set Me Free is so fitting for the moment where Cassius screams, I am the greatest. Becoming the people's champ, Cassius will shed his last name in a protest to the slave owners from generations ago. This will be the first step in his evolution of becoming his own true confident self. The second will be a more devoted following to the Nation of Islam, where he is given the onerous name of Muhammad Ali. Replacing Malcolm X as the face of the Nation of Islam, Ali will travel to Africa to spread the teachings. The Salif Keita track, along with the scores of fans, will welcome him to the continent. The song illustrates Ali's connection to the people and a sense of belonging. Will Smith's transformation into this character was more than physical. He used dialect, mannerisms and research to become the character. The film to that end also pulls no punches in its retelling of his life. Michael Mann will intelligently reveal all parts of the journey, including FBI monitoring of Ali and his activities within the Nation of Islam. Ali's complicated relationship with women is also told honestly. When he meets his first wife Sanji, he is head over heels, and the track Precious Love will serenade them. The upcoming scene does not shy away from showing the tension during these years. Racial, religious and societal tension, all of which Ali found himself connected to in some way. As Malcolm X makes his way to a podium to give a speech, the track Ceremony by Martin Tillman will set the stage with foreboding.
As the track continues, he is shot multiple times in a history-shaking moment. As Ali hears the news, the soundtrack shifts the tone and feeling to hope. Not allowing his death to be in vain, the Al Green track, Change Is Gonna Come, fulfills its message. The middle chapter of the film will focus on Ali's rightful activism. His unwavering stance on freedom and oppression will meet the government's force and malfeasance head-on. Afraid of Ali's influence on black militancy, the government will unjustly try to send him away to war. As his previous namesake is called for induction, Ali will take a stand and refuse to take part. It's clear to the viewer that a country negligent in its action to protect his rights as a black citizen is not insignificant in his right for choice to fight for that country. The instrumental version of All Along the Watchtower walks us through the period Ali spent in exile while fighting his toughest opponent, the government. Turning to his longtime friend, broadcaster Howard Cosell, Ali promotes a fight. He uses the live interview to demonstrate his skills in the art of publicity and endorsement. Using trademark allegory and storytelling, Ali was just as entertaining outside the ring as he was inside. The Moby track, Memory Gospel, provides background as Ali delivers his rhymes to a captivated global audience. After the Supreme Court rules in his favour, Ali is finally a free man. Always a free man in his mind, it was more important to prove it to the world. The film shows Ali's first bout of adversity in the ring with his loss to heavyweight champion Joe Frazier. While waiting for a rematch, Frazier is defeated by heavy hitter George Foreman, setting up the final fight and the conclusion of the film. Named the Rumble in the Jungle, the fight will take place in Kinshasa, Zaire. Once again in Africa, 
Ali feels the same kinship to the land and its people. The scene where he is running through the streets crowded with adoring locals is a poignant one. The track Tomorrow by Salif Keita is culturally rich and demonstrates the respect and adulation. The film is bookended by career-defining contests. His efforts to claim the title at the start, and now he will try to regain what he has lost. As Muhammad Ali steps into the ring, the reverence is ever-present. The crowd chants the words Bumaye Ali, meaning Ali kill him. His opponent George Foreman, almost dwarfing him in size, will deliver blow after blow to Ali's body and head. Round after round, Ali will lead unanswered shots as he leans on the ropes. It's all part of his ploy to tire his opponent out. And the rope-a-dope works. His feet return to their dancing steps, and with lightning quickness he drops Foreman like a tree to reclaim the heavyweight title. The Salif Keita track is used here again over the screams of Howard Cosell. It is over! It is over! It is over! George Foreman has been knocked out by Muhammad Ali! Muhammad Ali has done the impossible! He has regained the heavyweight crown that was taken unjustly from him in 1967. The track matches the historic moment and lets us rejoice in solidarity. Rumble, young man, rumble. Ali is an ambitious retelling of a complicated man's story during a complicated time in history. Will Smith sheds his Fresh Prince persona and completely becomes the greatest of all time. Muhammad Ali was revered and applauded not just for his will to win, but his will to do what he believed, putting everything on the line to show us all he had. The soundtrack is extensive, varied and bold. The tracks mould our perception for this period of history. Rich with feeling and sentiment, we hear and believe in this man's quest, purpose and greatness. Next time, we'll take a trip to Jurassic Park. Find me on social media by searching for Listen to the Film. My name is Chamilla. Thanks for listening. <laughs>